Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business, IBBTalks.com. Today we're going to talk about unhappy customers, and this is going to happen. I don't care how hard you try, I don't care how prepared you are, there's going to be some people that come to your business for a product or a service, and as, as much as you want it, they're going to be unhappy. And how do you deal with it? What do you do to turn the situation around? Uh, we have a saying in America that says, when you have a lemon that's kind of sour and tart, how can you make lemonade? That's one that's a good tasting uh, drink that you could drink. And so how do you take an unhappy customer and at least make the best of it? Remember, an unhappy customer will tell at least 10 people and a happy customer might tell one or two. So this is bad advertisement. In today's society, we have reviews and we have ways that people can search on the internet and they can, the unhappy customer can voice their complaint and it's there for everyone to hear. So you want to watch for this. Well, these are some steps. Number one, be sure and stay calm. That is sometimes really hard to do. I mean, someone is virtually yelling in your face or, or calling you uh, unwanted names or you're, they're, they're expressing uh, complete dissatisfaction. And you need to, to be sure to raise the bar and stay calm. Don't raise your voice. Don't, don't challenge the person. And number two, uh, let them talk. Let them talk all that they will talk. Let them patiently explain the whole situation. Don't interrupt them. Don't jump in on them. Don't cut them short. Uh, as long as they want to continue talking. And by the way, when they continue talking, a lot of times they'll drop in some hints that will give you a little bit of a viewpoint that says you're not quite so guilty of this and that they are either consistently unhappy with everybody they taste, uh, touch uh, or in, in contact with or that they really have a legitimate uh, complaint here. And then along with that, let them talk. But number three, don't you talk a lot. Be as quiet as you possibly can. That kind of flusters the unhappy customer. When they're ready for a fight, they've come to, to argue with you, and you now are very calm, but you're not talking a lot. Be very selective with your words. Be very careful with your words. Don't imply their ignorance or stupidity or their lack of preparation or anything. There's a lot of things you can think but there's a saying that you all have the right, we have a right to have our opinion, but we don't have the right to express it. So this is not a time to express your opinion at, 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 to this situation. And then uh, number four, or which uh, we could say get all the facts. You know, a lot of decisions are made poorly. The decisions are made poorly because they're made based on partial evidence, part of the facts part of the information. If you have to, delay your response saying, you know, I respect this issue, but I don't have enough information here to know what to do. So I need to talk to my driver or I need to talk to someone else that was here. I wasn't there to hear what's happened. And do that respectfully. Don't, don't call them uh, like a liar that you're not telling the truth. You just say, I just need to hear uh, all the information before I can make a judgment. And uh, then you could do another thing. You can just ask them point blank. Sir, ma'am, 
what would make you happy? What, what is the end result? And they might blurt out something that's quite reasonable. And you say, okay, I understand that. Let's just do that. Now, here's where you've got to know your numbers. You can't give away uh, too much money on a regular basis. And, and sometimes people complaining are unjustified. Uh, it's, it's something that you've got to, uh, got, got, uh, what, what would it take to make you happy? And then try to resolve it. Could we resolve it with this? Would this be acceptable to you? Are we, are, I'm willing to go 50-50 on this. I understand you're upset. I understand you're not pleased with it, but I really can't go that far in, in resolving this, but I can do this. But do everything you can to resolve the problem. I've got a mention here that I'm sitting in my machine shop and we have very, very few chances that we would have an unhappy customer. Uh, because we have long-term relationships, of course, we have parts that are bad, we can have problems, but our customers, I'm really concerned if I have an unhappy customer. But my business prior to this was one of moving and storage people, and we had some 33,000 jobs. Some of them were the repeat customers over and over again, believe it or not, over 17 years. We had some customers we dealt with repeatedly, but by and large, they're just one new customer after another. And people don't move every week, so it wasn't like a restaurant. They're coming back for coffee every morning, and I made a mistake one morning, and the coffee was uh, too cold or something. These are one shot, maybe every five or six years, I'd have another chance to move this same person. So I had to be very careful uh, about what I did there, and so that's where I'm coming from. Uh, if you can, it's very wise to follow up with writing. Um, especially now that I'm on my business now, that we might be discussing something over the phone. And I think of something recently that happened and uh, we were not in agreement with the way, uh, I wasn't in agreement with the way the customer viewed something. I'm the one that was uh, objecting to uh, them in essence, uh, asking me to uh, pay them, uh, pay be paid, I would be paid much less money than original agreed. And I said, that's really not fair to me. And we came to some discussions, and you can say negotiations, and then it was all over. I said, I need to just follow up with this in a quick email to you so that we, we're sure we're on the same page. You know, if you have a friend, you want to be sure you're on the same page, put it down in writing if you have something to do with them. It isn't that you're calling them or accusing them of wrongdoing. It's that you cannot remember what happened that day about six weeks later. A lot too much happens. And if you put it down in a brief summary, then you're able to refer to that and say, hey, I wrote this, it was something different than this. And so uh, it's better to solve the problem without ever going to court. You can, in our land, you can go to court and sue someone, but just count the time and the energy and the lack of energy that you have for something else. And, uh, uh, and, and be careful that you don't get it that far, if at all possible. You're better off just writing it off in most cases forgetting about it and letting, if you're, you feel wrong, let, let the circumstances or God deal with it without you in the picture. Now, there are times when you have a person that's just so distraught over something that you might ask that, is there something deeper uh, bothering you? And they might break down in tears and they might, they might ex expose that they have something, so much pressure on their, their life that they're actually not acting in their normal uh, human capacity because of the pressure. There's a chance to reach out to them. Don't try to see them as an enemy. And uh, maybe last but not least is don't hold any anger towards a person. If, if you've been wrong, 
uh, and you, you know there's an unhappy customer, but now that's made you unhappy over the situation, you've got to be able to wash your hands and go on to the next job, go on to the next challenge, because you cannot harbor something that's uh, burning you up. I had somebody embezzel with, from me, a, a key employee, my second man, person in command here about 20 years ago. And uh, it took me about six weeks. It was enough money that it really hurt me. And they wrote checks to themselves and cashed them and totally illegal, but wasn't worth pursuing. Uh, they moved out of state and it just wasn't going to be something I could legally and wanted to legally pursue. And I'll be honest, it took about six weeks for me finally to get over it in the sense that man, I'm not going to let this eat on me. I'd wake up in the middle of the night so mad, still upset at them. And I said, no, I'm not going to let this dig me into the hole. And, uh, and you know, sometimes we just got to what we call eat crow. I joke about it, but we've just got to bite our lip and just basically say, you know, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to hold my tongue. I'm going to think the best in the situation. I'm going to go off to the next one. Now, remember, you don't have to forget this totally because you can put a note in the file, never, ever deal with this person again, and just keep it in your file, keep it in your memory. But you're not mad at them. You just know that you're not going to deal with them again. Well, I hope these things help about an unhappy customer, whether what society you're in or what language won't make a difference. You're going to have some customers that are not going to be happy, and you've got to learn how to deal with it. Thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.